Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. My guest says you do not have to take it anymore from the devil when you realize, when you come to your senses, that you are dressed to kill. Now, uh, we Jewish people have a word. It's called mashuga, and it means crazy. My guest, Rick Renner, takes three small sons and a wife and goes to the former Soviet Union before it was the former Soviet Union. I'd been there, Rick. How could you do that? You know, it was just God invited me to go on a trip. And when I was there, I stood in front of this Bible school where we were speaking. And when I opened my Bible to speak for the very first time, I heard the Spirit of God say, welcome to your new home. And the whole rest of the time I taught that class, I kept hearing the Holy Spirit say, welcome to your new home. And I understood that God was calling my family to relocate to the Soviet Union. And it was still the Soviet Union at that time, not the most desirous place to move your family. Well, as we were checking notes, I went to the former Soviet Union, uh, involved in an an outreach at about the same time as Rick. And uh, we were in a hotel room. And in the hotel room, the bugs were so bad in the room that many had to take their bed and move it into the hallway. Uh, If you have never seen a a Soviet hotel from back then, (laughs) you don't know what living is. I, I can't imagine your family going to that place. Said it was supernatural. I fell in love with the Soviet people. Uh, In one week, it's like they entered into my heart. And when I went back to the United States after that short trip, everything in me just beat with the desire to gather my family together and move back to the Soviet Union. And the Lord spoke to me very clearly and, and I said, why? Why are you calling my family to move to the Soviet Union? And he said, because there's going to be a revival here that's going to need great Bible teachers. And you're going to be more needed here than you are in the United States. And and you know what? I see why God did that with Rick. Uh, Because you you started the first Christian television station there. You have a TV network today. Uh, You have an apostolic network over 400 congregations. Uh, You have a brand new uh, church building in Moscow, what, 3,700 members. Uh, and I think you haven't even touched what God has you for uh, there. Now, in 1980, you had a visitation of an angel. Yes, I did. Now, I have seen angels, but I have, you're provoking me to jealousy. I, w- I was in my apartment, and I had laid down on the couch to take a nap. 
And suddenly I felt a presence and sat straight up on that couch. And it was one of those moments when you, you feel that someone's presence, but you don't see anyone. And in just a few moments, just about as far as you are from me, a man materialized. And he began speaking to me, but he never opened his mouth. It was nonverbal communication. And he said, I'm a man from the presence of the Lord. It was going spirit to spirit. Well, it was going spirit to spirit or mind to mind. I, 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 okay. really, I really don't know. He thought a thought, mm-hmm. and I received the thought. And he began to speak to me about my ministry and that my ministry would be a sojourning ministry and that I, particularly I would be sent to a people who had suffered. Now, at this particular time, Denise and I were not married. In fact, Denise was not even in the picture yet. And so my life was young, and I certainly had no thoughts of moving to the Soviet Union. And suddenly a map came in front of me that filled the whole room, and the whole map began to violently shake. And this angel began to communicate with me that my ministry would be located in a part of the world where there would be violent shaking and many, many changes. And an end-time ministry. And certainly that is, that is what we have. 1985, another visitation. Yes. But this time from Jesus, yes. what happened? I was awakened in the middle of the night and I went to the back room of a house and began to pray in tongues. And I began to pray very deeply in tongues. And I closed my eyes as I walked back and forth in that room. And when I opened my eyes, the room was gone and I was standing in the spirit realm. Now the spirit realm has substance. I was, it was a dark place, but yet it was not a scary place but it was, the, it was the spirit realm. And far in the distance, I saw a light. And the light got brighter and brighter and brighter until finally it manifested in front of me. And it was a throne, it was a chair. I could even draw a picture of the chair. It's that real to me. And seated in that chair was Jesus. And Jesus began to speak to me about my ministry. I was on my knees because I had already gone to my knees in prayer. And the Lord reached out and took my hands. And he took one hand at a time, and I say that he sandwiched my hands. He put one hand on top, he put another hand underneath, and he said, see, today I give to you an anointing of love mixed with hate. Hmm. And I said, well, what is that? And then he did it to the other hand, and I said, Lord, what is love mixed with hate? And he said, that is an anointing of compassion. When the love of God is so strong, and yet the hate for the work of the enemy is equally as strong and they flow together. And when they flow together, they create compassion. And suddenly I saw myself in the spirit walking through a hospital ward of people very different. And I know today it was a Russian hospital ward. But at that time, you just knew it was a hospital ward. I just knew it was a hospital and it was different and it was dilapidated. Mm-hmm. And the Lord began to speak to me again about the fact that he was going to send me to a people who had suffered great lack and great hardship. And then the most amazing thing happened. The Lord held his hands out to me like this. And he said, see, today I place before you finances on a realm that are already amassing more finances. And Sid, it felt like those finances entered into me, greatness of finances. 
And I understood that God was going to supernaturally provide for whatever it was he was calling us to do on the other side of the world. And God has been absolutely faithful for everything that we've, we have done. And now, 24 years later, we're still there. And, and you know what's so amazing? I mean, God, our God is so brilliant. Do you know that? What is so amazing, Rick is a world-class Bible teacher in a realm way beyond anything I'm familiar with. He'll take one Greek word because he's a Greek scholar. And for instance, on the end times, he has teaching you've never heard before. Have you ever read in the book of Hebrews, it begins in these last days, and some skeptics say, uh, look, back then they thought it was the last days, and look, uh, they don't, they, we don't even know when the last... But you don't even understand from the Greek there is a difference between the last days and the last of the last days. But if you don't know the Greek, you don't know it. I want Rick to teach on that when we come back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. If you love watching our It's Supernatural TV program, you can now watch hundreds of archive programs online, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, on your computer, your smartphone, your iPad, or your favorite tablet. ISN will be the vehicle to equip you to being normal. Normal as defined by the Bible. Just log on to SidRoth.org forward slash ISN. Turn to It's Supernatural. So, uh, as I was saying before we went into break, there's the last days. Uh, but, Rick, there is, uh, when did the last days start? The last days started on the day of Pentecost. That's a long time. Yes. So wh where do you get the last of the last days? Isn't that all the same? Well, first of all, for people that are skeptics who say, Oh, they've been talking about the last days for 2,000 years. They are absolutely correct. Because the last days began in Acts chapter 2, whenever Peter said that God would pour out his spirit in the last days. And that initiated a period which some people call the church age. Some people call it the age of grace. But the Bible calls it the last days. But when you come to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, Paul writes, This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. And the word last, which Paul uses, is the Greek word eschatos. And it's where we get the word for eschatology. And the word eschatos describes the very, 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 very end of a thing. For example, if you were describing the last week of the year, you would use the word eschatos. You can't go any further. You've come all the way to the end. The word eschatos was used to describe the final port for a, a ship. The ship couldn't go any further than that. So you say that there were 18 characteristics. Tell me some of these characteristics that caused you to believe we are at the final port, so to speak. Well, the first characteristic is in verse 1. And it says, this know also that in the last, the last days, notice it doesn't say in the last period, but the last days, the Greek word himiras, which describes really the final countdown. It says perilous times shall come. And that word perilous is the Greek word kalapos. And the word kalapos is only used one other time in the New Testament. And it's found in Matthew chapter 8, verse 28, where it is used to describe the two demoniacs of Gadara. Hmm. And when you read that verse in Greek, 
it says that those two men were kalapas, or they were exceedingly fierce, hard to bear with. If you went near those two demoniacs of Gadara, you were entering into dangerous territory. In fact, the verse says, so that no man could pass by that way. So in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, when Paul says, This know also that in the last days, or in the end of days, perilous times will come. He's actually saying exceedingly fierce times will come. Times hard to, to deal with. And in fact, it will be an impasse. It will be difficult for people to get past those days. Could, could it have some, I mean, what I'm reading in the newspaper uh, of, uh, in Africa, they're running into girls' schools and they're kidnapping these girls and they're selling them into sexual slavery. I mean, they're cutting people's heads off and making videos of it. It couldn't get much worse than that. Well, you know what? When you continue to read 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 2 to 5, Paul gives those 18 characteristics of things which will happen to society in the last days. And one of them is brutality. It's savageness which will come forth in society, a violence. And in fact, it's the same word violence which was used to describe the violent games in the Colosseum, the violence of entertainment. And if you think about it, Sid, people enjoy violence today. We may not go to an actual Colosseum where we see bloodshed, but our computer games and our movies, our entertainment is absolutely filled with violence. It's breeding that to be within the, 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 the brain of, of our a young generation. And that is one of the signs of a last day's society. Well, tell me some other signs. Well, the very first sign that is listed is lovers of own self. Huh, you it, can't get, I, I mean, let's face it. This is what America and most of the world is right now. It's the Greek word philautos. And the word phileo means to love. It's the same word that is used in John chapter 18 when the Bible says that Judas Iscariot gave Jesus a kiss. It's the Greek word phileo. And it's usually a word that you would use to describe what you feel for someone else. But when you compound it together with the word autos, which is where you get the word for an autobiography, it describes self. It is self-love, and really it is the picture of self-kissing. People so in love with themselves that they are making sacrifices for themselves that they make for no one else. It's misdirected love. And out of that misdirected love comes all the other flaws which we see in a last day of society. Well, how much worse can it get? Well, it's going to be pretty dark. Actually, the Bible says, Paul speaking to Timothy about this, says that it, deceivers and sorcerers are going to wax worse and worse. And the good news is we're anointed for this time. Well, that, was, that was what I was going to ask you. I mean, reading this in the Bible, especially in the Greek, you could get pretty fearful. So what would you say to someone that's fearful of living in the la at the last port, the I, last days? I would say that these scriptures were not written to scare us. They were written to prepare us. These verses were written so that we could insulate ourselves against what is happening in society. For example, if we know that self-love is going to be a primary characteristic of the last days, then we need to work on loving others and loving God. If we know that greed is going to be a major sign of society in the last days, then we need to work on giving. We need to flip those verses around 
and we need to work on the opposite of those things. But, but you know the most important thing you said? He said that we were created to live at this time. It's in our spiritual DNA, and God trusts us with this. I'm going to tell you one other thing. When you find out Rick's revelation from the Word about Paul the Apostle who spent a lot of time in prison and observed the Romans' guards in their uniforms and then wrote in the book of Ephesians what they meant. And once you comprehend all of this, you're dressed to kill. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Rick Renner wants to help you to be strong to withstand the attacks of the enemy in these last days so you can fulfill your God-given destiny and purpose. Call now and get Rick Renner's You Don't Need to Take It Anymore package, which includes his empowering book, Dress to Kill, and his revelatory four-part audio CD teaching, Prophetic End Time Alert. Yours for a donation of $45. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9293. Rick Renner's book, Dress to Kill, has been become the defining classic study in the arena of true biblical spiritual warfare. Over the years, Bible schools, churches, scholars, and pastors have relied on this solid scriptural presentation as a measuring line for truth regarding this critical yet often misunderstood subject on spiritual warfare. This book will provide you with an in-depth study on the armor of God through the eyes of Paul the Apostle. Get a fresh revelation as you gaze on the full color illustrations of the armor of God and learn how you don't have to take what the enemy sends your way anymore. Better understand how to become a receptacle for God's divine power. Be infused with superhuman strength to do superhuman tasks to show forth God's kingdom like never before. Learn where and how to get this supernatural power from. Plus, you will get Rick's four-part audio CD teaching, Prophetic End Time Alert. You will clearly understand the future concerning America, Israel, and the world. When will the rapture take place? When will the 1,000-year millennial reign of Messiah begin? Don't miss out on getting Rick Renner's You Don't Need to Take It Anymore package, including his empowering book, Dress to Kill, and his revelatory four-part audio CD teaching, Prophetic End Time Alert. Yours for a donation of $45. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9293. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9293 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write Right today. We now return to It's Supernatural. So I'm, I'm here with Rick Reiner. Rick says we are dressed to kill. We're believers. You'll know us by our love. What do you mean we're dressed to kill? Well, I'm talking about spiritual armor. Explain. Spiritual weaponry. In Ephesians 6, verse 12, Paul says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And Sid, in that verse, it's almost like the Apostle Paul had a revelation. And suddenly the spirit realm was parted and he was able to see into the spirit realm of how Satan's kingdom is aligned militarily. And he saw at the top of Satan's kingdom there were principalities, then there were powers, then there were rulers of the darkness of this world. And then there were the low-level demons, which are powers in the heavenlies, which are dispatched into our atmosphere. 
And the only way that we can resist those low-level demons which are dispatched into our atmosphere is if we carry and walk in the full armor of God. In fact, Paul says, Therefore take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, I've heard a lot of believers take that literally. And every morning they get up, I put the helmet of salvation on, I, I put on the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, and they say that, but it's almost become a, a, a religious banter rather than what you teach. Well, I think that it's very sincere when people do that. But if I, if I sit on the edge of my bed and say, now I'm going to put on my helmet, that does not put on my helmet. Uh, the Bible very clearly says this is the whole armor of God. And of God in Greek means it's the armor which comes out of God. And the only way that you're going to be able to habitually walk in the armor of God is if you're walking with God because it comes out of Him. It's a result of your relationship with God. When I heard you teach about the various parts of armor, when a, a Roman soldier was actually prepared to kill. And when we have our armor, we're no longer defenseless against the devil. Tell, take one piece of armor and tell me uh, what that means and what it was in the natural, what it is in the spirit. Well, we have what's called the shield of faith. And Paul is referring to the shield of a Roman soldier. And there were two kinds of shields. There were small, round, decorative shields which you would carry in a parade, but you would never use that to defend yourself. It was just a decorative shield. But the shield which a Roman soldier used when he was in battle is from the Greek word thurion, which is the same word for an oblong door. If I were to pick out any door in this building, it would be the word thurion, and that's the same word for a Roman shield. And what happened, uh, Sid, is when a Roman soldier would come into the infantry, they would measure him. Now, this is very important because Romans chapter 12, verse 3 says, God has given to every man the measure of faith. Hmm. Well, what is the measure? Well, they measured a Roman soldier from side to side and from top to bottom, and they would make a sword just for his size so that he was covered from side to side and he was covered from top to bottom. If you had a, she if you had a shield, you were completely covered. So each one had a tailor-made for their needs. Tailor-made. And they were made out of wood and, and leather. And they would take the leather and they would dip it into the water and they would saturate it so that whenever flames would hit it, it would put out, it would put out the fire. And likewise, our faith has to be saturated in the Word of God. And when our faith is saturated in the Word of God, it becomes a force that the enemy cannot penetrate. You know, Rick, I'd like to spend the whole time, if we had it, the whole day talking about this armor because you see, when you understand, really understand what Paul was talking about, you realize how much protection God has given us. You realize that you're really, literally dressed to kill. You said the mind is so important. Would you pray for people that their mind be renewed to the Word of God right now? I will because the mind is where the main attack takes place. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord, right now for people whose mind is under assault. The enemy is trying to pave a road into their mind and to bombard them with lies 
about their self-image, about their health, about their marriage. And Father, I pray that they would listen to the word of God and that every one of those lies would be uprooted and removed from their minds in the name of Jesus. Amen. The devil comes at you like a roaring lion. lion. Like, like a roaring lion. But you have that shield of faith. You have the sword of the spirit. You are dressed to kill. You are more than a conqueror. <laughs> Rick Renner reveals through the Word of God that we are in the last of the last days, where the enemy is waging war on believers and many are losing their faith. Rick wants to help you to be strong, to withstand this onslaught, so you can fulfill your God-given destiny and purpose. Call now and get Rick Renner's You Don't Need to Take It Anymore package, which includes his empowering book, Dress to Kill, and his revelatory four-part audio CD teaching, Prophetic End Time Alert, yours for a donation of $45. Shipping and handling is Included. Ask for offer number 9293. Rick Renner's book, Dress to Kill, has become the defining classic study in the arena of true biblical spiritual warfare. Over the years, Bible schools, churches, scholars, and pastors have relied on this solid scriptural presentation as a measuring line for truth regarding this critical yet often misunderstood subject on spiritual warfare. This book will provide you with an in-depth study on the armor of God through the eyes of Paul the Apostle. Get a fresh revelation as you gaze on the full color illustrations of the armor of God and learn how you don't don't have to take what the enemy sends your way anymore. Better understand how to become a receptacle for God's divine power. Be infused with superhuman strength to do superhuman tasks to show forth God's kingdom like never before. Learn where and how to get this supernatural power from. The book even includes insightful and provocative questions to guide you through your studies and a place to write your notes. It has become a Christian classic. This book is a book which is in seminaries, it's in Bible schools, it's in bookstores. People all over the world have dressed to kill. It's a classic on spiritual warfare. Plus, you will get Rick's four-part audio CD teaching, Prophetic End Time Alert. You will clearly understand the future concerning America, Israel, and the world. Rick Renner answers these questions. What are the signs of the end of the age? When will the rapture take place? When will the 1,000-year millennial reign of Messiah begin? And so much more. I am in awe when a Greek scholar takes a look at end time prophecy and as Rick Brenner describes the end times, you are convinced we are in the last of the last days. Four CDs explaining prophetic end time alert and the book, Dressed to Kill. Love the subtitle. And I'm saying this prophetically to you. You don't have to take it anymore. You need this immediately. Don't miss out on getting Rick Renner's You Don't Need to Take It Anymore package, including his empowering book, Dress to Kill, and his revelatory four-part audio CD teaching, Prophetic End Time Alert, yours for a donation of $45. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9293. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9293 or log on to SidRoth.com. Or call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural, my guest went to a spirit-filled church and he saw such excess. So he left. 
and he said, I'm going to an evangelical church where everything is biblical. And he saw such dryness, he got burned out. But then he prayed to God, and he said, God, there's got to be an answer. And God spoke to him, and he had a breakthrough. How many of you want to find the revelation for breakthrough? Your gifts to this ministry will help Sid air It's Supernatural in Israel 28 times a week and distribute his evangelistic book to the Jewish people worldwide. 